Okay, Erevin Daf Nun Ches. We are on Nun Zayin Amabes. A new Mishnah. Four lines from the bottom. Ein Maidin Ela Bechevel Shonun Ama. So the Mishnahis here are talking about how to measure your Tom Shabbos. So now we actually get to the nitty gritty details of how to measure. So the Mishnah tells us Ein Maidin Ela Bechevel Shachamish Mama. You have to take a fifty Ama rope. Le Pachos Vlayoiser. It can't be. Shorter than 50 amas, it can't be longer than 50 amas in an exact 50 amma rope. And the Gemara is going to explain why. When you hold the rope, you should hold it near your chest, near your heart, so that everyone has the same way of measuring it. Let's say one person would hold it by his head and one by his toes, that would not be, you wouldn't have precise measurements. So let's say you're measuring the tchum for the city, and now you reached a, a guy, a valley, or a gutter, or a fence, so what do you do? You, you can't just, you know, put the rope through it, so mavlioi, still halacha is, your mavlioi, you put it over it, and what you're doing is, you're only measuring the space between one and the other, so if you have a picture, a picture uh, is excellent here, so one would think that you'd follow the footsteps, that if the footsteps go up a hill, so that's considered steps. You know, let's say you're you're counting how many feet you you ran, you you walked in a day, you would count it as extra feet and extra inches. However, another way to look at it is that let's ignore the incline and the decline. We're just trying to figure out two thousand amos uh, across the span whether it is inclines or declines or valleys, and therefore, a way to do it, let's say you have a very small hill, just a few feet high, if you have two people holding a rope on top of the hill, you're just going to get the the flat distance. You're not going to include the incline and the decline. So that's what you're doing. So, you, the, the article term here is span it. You would span it, thereby not counting the incline and the decline, just counting the actual area. And then you go back to your measurement. This does not really make any sense. What the Mishnah is saying right now, we'll see in the Gemara what this means, go back to your typical measurement. We'll see in the Gemara. So, let's say you reach a mountain, same thing, you would, uh, you would span it, and you would go back to your original way of counting it. Now, whenever you're measuring, you cannot leave the Tchum Shabbos when you're measuring it. We'll see why. There's a concern that people are going to get confused where the Tchum ends. Now, let's say the mountain's too high. You can't just hold a rope on top of it. So, that we could have a measurement that is called Mekadrin. It's as if we put a, a rope through the mountain. We've had this previously. The classic picture of one person holding a rope uh, by his chest, and the person opposite him, a few feet, uh, four hours up on the, on, the, on the mountain, holds the rope parallel to this fellow, but he'll have to hold it near his feet to make sure we're not counting any incline, we're just counting the distance as if we're trying to pierce a rope through the mountain. Okay. So one thing at a time here. First, we say that the Chum Shabbos is measured by a 50 amma rope. And that's the, that's the line, like your 10, your, your first down, uh, 10, you know, your 10-yard rope. 50 amas, that's it. I know this. I'm a Rav, I'm a Rav, the Pasuk says, by the Mishkan, that the length of the Chatzar was 100 amas, and the width was 50 by 50. What do you mean 50 by 50? I'm a Torah. You measure with 50 amma rope. Now, it's not exactly a drasha. It's more of a, uh, a smachta. 
once you use a 50 amram, you already use this pasuk on Davchav Gimel, where the Gemara tells us there's a there's a asmachta from these psukim regarding a karpef, what's considered hukal fadir or not. We said it's 50, uh, it's, you take the 50 amos. I'm sorry, take the 100 amas and you like you give it, you give half of it to each of the 50 amas, which is 70 and two thirds amas. So we see from here that we make it into like a, a, a square. So you, the plastic is used. So the Gemara says, from it, which is which is a chiddush because. This whole thing is not really a drusha. It's not exactly the Torah is telling me what a size of a kaipif is. But okay, the Gemara here is viewing it as if it's a drusha, and we have the extra bachamishim to teach me two halachas. One halacha is regarding what a kaipif is 70 and two thirds amos. That's your 5,000 square amos. We had kaipif shokal fadira. We had kaipif when we talk about squaring off a city. We had it a few times already. And the other halacha is learned out that we measure with a 50 amma rope. Okay. Next, the Mishnah said, not less than 50 amas, not greater than 50 amas. We learned in a because a shorter rope, you'll stretch it out. So it's a problem. If you have a bigger than 50 amas, you're going to end up having a, uh, you're going to end up taking away some of the yards from the trun when you measure because you're just going to let it hang low so not a good measurement and therefore we want specifically to only use a 50 amma rope you should use the afsakima rope it's nargila you have a palm tree with one vine growing around it that is considered a that's a nargila there are those who said something else they asked what afsakima is it's a palm tree with, with one vine so it seems like Rabba held nargila something else but okay that is the, the Gemara next I'm Rabbi Shimon the best uh, way to measure is using iron chains because you can't stretch it. That's your uh, first down marker, right? Using iron chains, you can't stretch it. You could kick the football a little bit, but uh, he can't stretch the chains. The Torah says that you're supposed to be holding a rope to measure the the Amos and not using metal chains. So you see that they did use a measuring stick, not necessarily a rope. So the Gemara when you're measuring how wide a gate is, that's fine. You could use a stick. Three types of ropes that we find in the Mishnahis. Shall Magog, Shall Neitzar, Vishal Pishtun. The ropes of reeds, of uh, of these willow branches, Aravos, and of linen, shemagog lepar that was used for the paraduma. The tnan kifasu bechevel hamagog nesanu agav marachta. First they tied it with a rope, and then they put it on the fire. Shenatzarem lasaita. They would use this for the saita, the tnan. Vacher kach. After this whole procedure, maybe chevel amitzvah v'koshu l'malam midadel. They would hold up her shirt. They would tie it to make sure it doesn't fall down as they were exposing some parts of her body. Look at the mesech saita talks about that. So wanted to keep her. Modest, so they had to tie it. So, so that was a, that was a, a rope from 
Chevel Hametzri, which is like a willow rope. Shall Pishton, what about linen? Lemedida, for measuring the Tchum. Those are the three, Rav Yosef says, three types of Chavalim that we find in our Mishnah. Then the Mishnah said, Hayamadir Vegia. So then we say, so you go back to your measurement. What does it mean? When it tells me that I go back to my original measuring, it comes out like this. So let's say I'm measuring the tchum. And I go straight out, and I'm measuring my 2,000 amas, and I reach a valley or a hill that I cannot span it. I cannot just measure it by holding it up really high because it's too high. So what am I going to do? So I'm going to move over to the side, meaning go off route, move to the side, try to find an area on this hill or uh, that, that passes over the hill or the valley that you have the space do you have the, it's narrow enough that I could span it. I could hold, you know, the 50 yama rope across it. And then when the Mishnah is saying, you go back, go back to where you were before using your eyes and try to figure out where you were and go back and continue measuring on your straight line. Now, so the Gemara says, we already have a Mishnah. We said that we saw this in the Baisa. Now you reached a valley. And he used that on the side of it and that would be a way to measure through the valley. If it was curved, so then you have no choice. You can't use this, uh, you know, go back to, to, to where you were before because when I'm moving to the narrow part, I'm way off center and there's no way to go back because I have to go backwards as there was a slant. So therefore, as the... The, as the river or the valley was on a curve, and therefore I have no choice. So what do I do? I have to be makdir other makdir which is called this uh, makdir business, which is you 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 take the ropes and you actually measure the you, you you avoid measuring the incline and the decline by having one person stand a little higher than the other person and hold the rope on an even level to the other person is holding it. So one person holds it on his feet by by his feet, one person holds it by his shoulders. Whatever you figure it out. That would be the way to do it. What if you have a, a wall? When it comes to a wall, you don't have to make a hole through the wall. You give a, you, you estimate. That's eh, a few inches. Okay, so you add that to your tally for your 2,000 numbers. So I, with the Mishnah said, when you hit a fence, you do actually measure it. When the Mishnah says that you have to measure it specifically it's talking about where the fence had already collapsed and now people walk through it so that's really considered a uh, you, you want to have a precise measurement nobody walks through it so perhaps it is not considered exactly a uh, it is not considered exactly your your uh, and therefore you could be a little more makeo and just estimate this discussion and this is like another riot to this concept of not being so exact this halacha that you have to measure the the um the valley that's so literally means a string that had a weight on it which and we would call a plumb line. By the way, Rabbi Heinemann Shlita brings a riot from this Gemara. There's a uh, there's a there's a question by Erevin. Let's say you're uh, trying to figure out if a, a wire is directly on top of a pole or on a, or on top of something. So, 
one way to do it is do it at night with a laser. The other way to do it is use a plumb line. And there are those places that said you don't have to use a plumb line. It's, it's, it's precise. Just go by nearest, you know, whatever your eye could see. If your eye could see that, you know, it's, it's a, the wires on top of the pole, even though it's not directly, it's not touching it, it's just a few feet high, a few feet above it, so that's fine. Just you go by what the naked eye could see. And there are those places that say, no, you have, to, you have to get an exact measurement. So some wanted to say that Chazal's times didn't have exact measurement. They, uh, they guessed, they estimated. So behind him brings a raya from this Gemara. It seems like an a open and shut raya. That they had something called a chut hamishkarlis, which was a plumb line. So they, at least to use a plumb line, you, you can't say that, we, that the Chazal never required. You see that they had it. It was feasible for them to use it. So that would probably be necessary when, uh, when figuring out your uh, community Erevin, when you're relying on, you know, uh, a good asik, so that, that would be uh, something to, to think about. Okay. So this whole discussion of valleys and trying to figure it out, that's only when the valley is not like a cliff. If it's so steep like a cliff that a chut that you could literally drop a plumb line and it would go down, straight down, and hit the floor of the valley, that is not considered, you don't have to start measuring it. You just measure it along the street, you ignore the entire valley, and you do not have to worry about the incline, decline, that's not considered anything. So now, how deep can a valley be, Stam, in general, to be uh, to be considered, you know, uh, to, to, to measure it and, and ignore the incline. Um, Rav Yosef Alpayim, if it's up to 2,000 amas deep, let's say you have a canyon or something, so it's 2,000 amas deep, that's fine. If it's more than 2,000 amas deep, that's already considered a, a major piece here, so you would have to measure the inclines and the declines as well, like your typical uh, measuring like on a flat line, but you'd actually have to measure the inclines and declines. Sounds like if the valley is 100 amas deep, and 50 amas wide, then you could be my You ignore the the incline. So Rav Yosef goes like the Achayim who say, even if it's 2,000 amos deep and 50 amos wide, you could still ignore the inclines and the declines by spanning the measurement. Even more than 2,000 amas. Come on. You can't say, oh, I go, it's a machlekes. You don't go like anyone. So the Gemara says, Hassam, when the Bryce talks about this valley, that's when a plumb line does not go down. Meaning, you put the plumb line and it hits the incline. It doesn't go all the way down to the floor of the valley. Halcha, Yosef says, it can go so far down, even more than 2,000 amas. The plumb line goes straight down. It hits the floor of the valley. And then we're going to say it's such a steep hill. Nobody would ever use it. And therefore, it is not considered uh, part of the part of the uh, measurement for the for the tchum, you could totally ignore this whole area. So the says, "When the does not go straight down, how much does it have to be off centered, off off the the off the direct off the uh, directly down? So up to four amos, meaning if it's within four amos of the top of the cliff, so four amos." Uh, out and you know, I don't know, 100, 100 amas deep. That's not exactly uh, such a flat area, that's very steep. So, up to four amas, that's you have a four ama buffer 
and the plumb line hits the ground within four amos of where you're standing, so then uh, that is considered extremely steep, and you can ignore the entire piece of air. The Mishnah said, when you reach your mountain, so you mavliet, then you go back to your measurement. That's only talking about a mountain which is so steep that it goes ten tefachim high within four amas. We had this a few times. That is considered a rishas hayachid. It has to be that much of an incline. A little hill. So then, you have your typical way of measuring. You're measuring tape on the floor, although you have your rope on the f- ground because, you know, your little hills or your little, uh, you know, incline on the road, that's nothing. That's that's part of that's part of the road. That's not uh, anything particular. And therefore, you would not start skipping things. You would just measure it with your rope. He was Mako. Uh, he, he had this teaching of Rava Lakula, and he said like this, when do we span a mountain? That's only when a mountain goes up 10 tochem high within 5 amas. What if it's even steeper? It goes within 4 amas, it gets 10 tochem high. So that's like, a, that's like a much steeper hill. Then you don't even have to span it. You just, measure, you just uh, estimate. You, do, you, do a, you, you give a, 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 a guess and you figure out how much uh, it would be on surface level, and therefore uh, we see is much more mako than the first way of learning Rava. Then the Mishnah said that when you're measuring, you don't leave the tchum. My time on Rav Kana, people are going to say me this tchum in Baalakan, that they're going to think that, see this person measuring outside the tchum already. They're going to say that this person is measuring inside the tchum, even though he's already, he's outside the tchum, he's just measuring the last few hours. They're going to think that tchum ends there, even though really it ended much closer to the city. Just by the way, that does give us, shed some light on a Gemara we had recently regarding some type of buffer. They had 15 amos. They had a buffer between, you know, by the edge of the city that are, in fact, included in the city. Now, if you cannot spin it, so then we said that you would actually do this yikoyev, uh, you would actually go through the mountain. How do you go through the mountain? How would you be makadr the mountain? The bottom, the, the person on the bottom of the mountain holds a rope next to his 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 chest. The person above him, he goes, he holds the rope by his feet. So it leaves the rope on a straight line parallel to the earth and parallel to the to, to earth but not, not, not on the incline. And therefore, that's a way of measuring, getting a precise or a close to precise measurement of what exactly is the span without taking into account the incline, the, the incline and, the, and the decline. We have Masaira in Makadin El Bechevel The rope they use for Kadrin is only Dalad Amas, and therefore you're never going to have too much of an incline or decline, and you'll figure out how to measure it. When it comes to Eglar Rufa, they have to measure, they have found a body that died between two cities to measure measure which city is closer. So by Eglar Rufa, trying to figure out by Ari Miklat. So if you're within the Tchum of Ari Miklat, then the Goyal Adam cannot kill a person, typically. So then, uh, we do not use Kadira, Makadrin, uh, in these cases. We actually have to count the the yards, the amois, on the actual 
uh, surface level on the on the incline on the de- on, on, the, on the decline we will not use this heter of mekadin why these halachas are midaraisa as opposed to which is midarabanan.